strong and growing community of faith-filled believers who live aligned to the word of God, and we make an eternal impact in the lives of others. God, we thank you for today. We pray that this is a day that we don't celebrate fear, Father God. We pray for the person who took over fear, who took yes, control of all you. of our fears. And we pray that everyone has a great time today, Father God. In Jesus' name. Amen. The enemy has been defeated. And death couldn't hold you down. We're gonna lift our voice in victory. We're gonna make your praises loud. The enemy has been defeated. And death couldn't hold you down. We're gonna lift our voice in victory. We're gonna make your praises loud. The enemy has been defeated. And death couldn't hold you down. We're gonna lift our voice in victory. We're gonna make your praises loud. The enemy has been defeated. And death couldn't hold you down. We're gonna lift our voice in victory. We're gonna make your praises loud. Shout out to God with a voice of triumph. Shout out to God with a voice of praise. Shout out to God with a voice of triumph. We lift your name up. We lift your name up. Shout out to God with a voice of triumph. Shout out to God with a voice of praise. Shout out to God with a voice of triumph. We lift your name up. We lift your name up. The enemy has been defeated. And death couldn't hold you down. We're gonna lift our voice in victory. We're gonna make your praises loud. The enemy has been defeated. And death couldn't hold you down. We're gonna lift our voice in victory. We're gonna make your praises loud. Shout out to God with a voice of triumph. Shout out to God with a voice of praise. Shout out to God with a voice. God with a voice of triumph. Shout out to God with a 
lift your name up. We 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 lift your name steadfast, never failing, you are faithful, all creation is in awe. You're the healer of the sick and the broken, you are comfort for every heart
shelter of the 
you love him this morning hallelujah Isaiah chapter 54 in verse 10 in the amplified says this it says for though the mountains should depart and the hills be shaken or removed yet my love and kindness shall not depart from you nor shall my covenant of peace and completeness be removed from you says the Lord who has compassion on you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. He's a covenant-making and covenant-keeping God. Amen? <laughs> I hear him too. Glory to God. Though the mountains should depart and the hills be shaken or removed, I would consider that a, a traumatic episode on this earth. But even if that happened, we know how bad it is now. But even if that happened, hallelujah, we have a covenant with God. He's a covenant-making, covenant-keeping God. Hallelujah. His love and his kindness shall not depart from you. His covenant of peace and completeness, that's salvation. Salvation that you receive from God is peace, it's wholeness, it's completeness, a life with nothing missing or nothing broken. That's his promise to us. And it says he has compassion on you. Aren't you glad you serve a God and love a God who is compassionate, who has love and kindness towards you? Because I can tell you, my behavior has not always warranted love and kindness. My behavior has not always warranted compassion. But, but I thank God for his mercy and his love. When we were still yet dead in our sins, he saw us where we were and he did something about it. He didn't just stay up in heaven and say, oh, they're not doing too good down there. They need a savior. They need something. No, he did something about it. So even when we weren't thinking about him and we were going in a different direction Jesus came and he made a way for us to change direction he made a way for, when sometimes it seems there's no way the situation just seems so hard and the pressure feels so We can do what this song says, I will rest in the beauty of your presence. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. He's as close as the very mention of his name. 
when you surrender to him and surrender to his presence. You allow his compassion, his kindness, and his love to work on your behalf. Because I tell you, he loves everybody. But not everybody is living in his love. He loves everybody. But not everybody is living in that love. It's a choice that we make. It says, draw near to me, and I'll draw near to you. What's he telling you? Come very close to me. And I'll come very close to you. It's a choice we make. It's a choice. Father, we choose you. We choose your love. We choose your kindness. We choose your peace and compassion this morning. And this morning, the compassion of God is here in this place. And I want to pray for those who need prayer this morning. And, and maybe things in your life are just not aligned to his plan at the moment. Or maybe you're doing the best you can. You're doing the best you can. You think you're doing everything the way you can do it and the best you can. But things are still falling apart around you. It's hard to wrap your mind around sometimes. I'm doing the best I can. But here's the thing. We try to do it without him. We need to do it with him. In him. That's where we get our power from. That's where we get our strength from. Where our physical and natural strength and ability ends, his is just beginning. Where our patience ends, his is just starting. And so when we do it with him and engage him in our everyday lives, I'm not saying that everything's going to be perfect in your life and easy, but I tell you, I'd rather do it with him than without him. I've tried it both ways. It's much harder without him, much easier with him. And you have hope. When you have Jesus, you have hope. And so this morning... I want to deal some hope to you. If you need some prayer this morning, you just come up here and just know it's not me. It's not me, it's him. It's not me, it's him. And so don't look at me. <laughs> just turn your eyes on Jesus. So if you need prayer, just come on up. You can come on up this morning. I'll stand in faith with you. I'll agree with you. And we believe there's nothing impossible with God. Amen. There's nothing too hard for him. Nothing is too hard for him. Nothing. You may be facing a situation that you feel is impossible. It's not. He's got you. He's got you this morning. Glory to God. Joe, you're looking spiffy this morning. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for my brother in the Lord. I thank you, Father God. We go way, 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 way back. And I thank you for your hand that's on his life and the word that's sustaining him through every situation. I thank you, Father, that his life honors you, honors you. And so I ask, Father, whatever the need, you know it, and you are the God who has it, and you supply. 
I thank you for internal strength right now in the name of Jesus. And I call the anointing of God on the inside of you to rise up right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And whatever the situation, whatever the problem, you have the answer right there for him. In the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God. I thank you that you have set him apart for this time that we're living in right now. And I thank you for the gifts and callings that are on the inside of him right now. In Jesus' name, I call you to come forth right now. In Jesus' name. 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 I speak peace to you. I speak peace to you right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. I thank you that the joy is his strength. <laughs> Lord, show him how you see him. Show him how you see him. You are a mighty man of God. A mighty man of God. Mighty man of God. If you only saw how God sees you, Joe, you are mighty. You are a mighty man of God. And all that you've been through and everything in your life, that the teachings that you've had, the anointings that you've sat under for this time, Joe, for this time, for this time, you've not been thrown aside. Though sometimes it may seem, I'm not really sure. Not really sure what that, that I, I don't know. But God knows, and he set you apart. You're alive today because he has a work for you to do. <laughs> he has a work for you to do. Your time is just beginning. And I'm glad I'm connected with you. I'm glad I'm connected with you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Father, I thank you for this precious family. I thank you for bringing them here this morning. You know every situation. You know every circumstance. You know every need. Even before we say it, you know it. And you care for us. You love us. You have compassion for her and her children. I just ask, Father, that you just show her your love like she's never experienced it before. Show her that you want to meet her every need, every desire, so she can live a full and satisfied life. Full and satisfied, her and her children. Those things that are impossible, I thank you that you make them possible today. Show her your love. Show her your favor. Your favor is on her. Opening doors for her that have been closed and shut tight. I call those doors to open right now in the name of Jesus. And I speak favor upon her life right now. In everything her hands find to do, they prosper. I thank you for the anointing that is in her, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, 
In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, I don't normally do this, but I'm being led of the Lord this morning, and I'm not doing this to embarrass you or anything, but just know that God wants to bless you this morning. I believe we need to sow into her life this morning. So if you have something that you can give, I'm going to tell you to give it. And know that God's going to bless you for it, okay? And I'm talking financial, all right? We're going to put our money where our mouth is, and we're going to bless her this morning. You can bring it to her right now if you want to. Glory to God. Stay right there, okay? Stay right there. Thank you, Father God. I thank you in the name of Jesus. I thank you. I thank you for her life and her family. I thank you, Father God, for how you see her. For how you see her. How you see her. I thank you, Father God, for her. I thank you for she is fearfully and wonderfully made. She, <laughs> I thank you for the glorious future that you've planned out for her. And no, we don't have a lot of time. So we need things to be accelerated. We need breakthroughs to just come. <laughs> and I thank you, Lord, for suddenlies in her life. Suddenly, suddenly, suddenly. Things change in the blink of an eye because she's been faithful to the work that you've called her to. I thank you, Father, for turnarounds and changes right now in the name of Jesus for everything around her right now in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Fruition, 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 enjoyment, 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 and fruition in Jesus' name. Every fruit bearing fruit, bearing fruit, bearing fruit in Jesus' name. I thank you that her latter is greater than her past in Jesus. Or, or her coming is greater than her past in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. You just receive it. Just receive it. I know it. you may not need it. But God wants to show you how much he loves you. And sometimes he'll take a very tangible thing. Something that you're like, I don't even need this. I'm not poor. I don't need this. But he just wants to show you, give you extra. He wants you to have extra this week. More than enough this week. More than enough. And it's just a showing of his love for you. That's all. That's it. That's it. He loves you and your children. He loves you and your children. We don't do that often. We don't do that all the time. But when God tells me to do it, I got to do it. So he wants to just give you an extra blessing this week. Just receive it from him. Receive it from him. You can sit down. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. I thank you. I thank you for breakthrough. <laughs> I thank you that you have her exactly where you want her. And she's faithful to the work that you've called her to. <laughs> And I thank you for the peace that you've given her. I thank you, Father, for the peace. She's claimed that peace. She has that peace. And I thank you that she'll walk in peace all the days of her life. And I thank you for the joy of the Lord that is her strength. I thank you that you are strengthening her physical body in the name of Jesus. Ooh, like new. 
<laughs> new knees, new elbows, new fingers, <laughs> new heart, new lungs. Hallelujah. I thank you, Father. Restoration. Restoration in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father God, for the use. You have her set aside for your use. And I thank you, Lord, that she's going with you all the way. 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 Whatever you have, she's ready. Whatever you have, she's ready. She's ready. I thank you for supernatural strength. Supernatural strength, Father God. Oh, hallelujah. Because her race, <laughs> she'll run. She'll run and not grow weary. She'll walk and not faint. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And you take care of everything that concerns her. Everything. Everything. You're taking care of it all. Taking care of it all. You take the care of it in Jesus' name. I thank you for strength, peace, and joy. <laughs> and I thank you for the many souls that this woman has touched. I thank you for the many souls because she is not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus. And I thank you, Father, that you'll use her like never before. I thank you for the doors that are opening wide in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. <laughs> Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Oh, Nambro cosonde lebrando rosota, neja nalinda asundo, mangra dijede dalari gideshta ajuda, malase lidishi nandonda rete jidasa. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I look for faithfulness. I'm looking for those who are faithful, not just in word, but in action, says the Lord. I am looking for those who during this time, you'll come out from among them and you'll be separate. I'm looking for those whose hearts are consecrated to me, says the Lord. Because I'll draw you to myself. And I'll show you things that in the natural don't look right to you. I'll show you and reveal those things to you so you can pray. I'm looking for prayer, says the Lord. I'm looking for those who will dare to partner with me and pray like never before. I'm looking for those who will come to my altar and they'll take the time and they'll pray for the person on their left. They'll pray for the person on their right. They'll pray for those who I have run across their path. Because when you partner with me, says the Lord, you'll not be drained. You'll not lose energy, but I'll strengthen you. You'll receive strength and you will go from glory to glory and faith to faith because my children in this time, that is what is required. So come to me. Come and partner with me. 
take the time to get at my feet and I'll teach you, I'll instruct you, and I'll show you what's really going on around you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Can we get you a book? Okay, okay, all right, come on, ushers. Hallelujah, glory to God, glory to God. Now I want you to pray with me because this is the captain of our prayer team. The captain of our prayer team. Glory to God. She's my mom, but she's the captain of the prayer team. And so we're going to just pray. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. She hears the word. She receives. And I thank you, Father, for the things that you are about to show her. I thank you, Lord. You've used her before. But I thank you, Father God, for a new level. A new level, a new level. Oh, oh, trying so long to go over that, to go over that, to go over that, to get to that next place, to get to that next place, to get to that next place. Here it is. It's here. It's here. It's here. The time is right now. It, this is when we needed it. We need it now. We need it now. The time is right now. And so I thank you, Father God. I thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name, revealing revelation rev supernatural supernatural revealings in Jesus because she can be trusted she can be trusted thank you father thank you Jesus <laughs> glory to God glory to God when God knows he can trust us he'll start showing us things he'll start showing us things if he shows us things and we start blabbing them to everybody we can't be trusted. But when he shows us things and he could trust us because then she prays about it. There's been a new level she's been believing for. She's got it. She's got it. She's got it. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Y'all have anything? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Oro tosha. Nembro sondoro bushta la kere. Ingrene sandoro bushto no mosata. Thank you, Jesus. We just listen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I just keep hearing. So as you're unified together, and I'm talking to our praise team, as you're unified together, as you stand here together uh, in one accord, all singing the same lyrics, and the, the drummer and the keyboardist all playing together, I also see not just a unity horizontally, but a unity vertically. So unified with heaven. And there are sounds in heaven that we've never heard here on this earth. There are sounds and there are melodies and there are notes and chords and there are verses and words that they say in heaven that have not yet touched this earth. 
But if you'll come together in unity, just as you are in the flesh, but do so in the spirit. <laughs> in the spirit, vertically to him. There will be songs that you'll receive that have never been heard on this earth. Never been heard. And so you may hear on the radio and you may hear songs and you go, do we need another song about this? The same melodies, the same choruses, the same lines, the same verses. But he's going to give you some new stuff. <laughs> if you'll take the time and be in unity together, not just in the flesh, but in the spirit. And take the time to be skillful in what you do. That's very important, to be skillful in what you do, in what you do. Uh, the keys, the, vo the voices, the drums, be skillful. Take that time to just get before God. And during that time when you're practicing your skill, that's when that's going to come. He'll give you songs to practice with. And you'll say, oh, this is a cool song. Yeah, it will be notes and chords and verses and lines keys and melodies that we've never even tapped on this earth. I thank you, Lord, for our team. I thank you that you're working in each and every one of them. I declare the blessing of the Lord. And I thank you, Father, that you are accelerating. They're learning. They're coming together, everything, in Jesus' name. And we thank you that as a church, we come up higher in our worship. As a church, we come up to the place that you've ordained for us. We come up, we've been going up every year, every year. And, and now it's going to be a big jump because you all are going to do what you need to do. <laughs> and you already know what you need to do. And so you all are going to come up. And as a result, church, we're coming up. We're coming up. Amen. We're coming up. It's time. Time is short. So everything God does is exhilarating. And I'm glad to be a part of it. Amen? Next year, year of fruition. Year of enjoyment. Year to enjoy what you've been believing for. See it all come to pass. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, praise team. Always setting the stage from the stage, amen? Sunday, October 31st, before I get into some things, um, we'll have Mr. Mike come up here and talk about the things that are going on after service today. Good morning. Just a quick couple reminders about today's youth thing. But before I do that, I just wanted to say thank you to the youth who serve in today. As part of us trying to get the youth uh, built up, they've been helping out in the media section. We got greeters. As you saw, we had some youth taking pictures today. So it was just awesome to watch them. You, if you look in the back, you can see they're all learning the media section at right now. Great job, guys. Uh, this afternoon, we're doing our trunk or treat, so we're taking back Halloween, so we're going to start 
in our parking lot this afternoon, but for a quick show of hands, who's staying? So when I order the pizza, I make sure you guys all have enough food to eat. All right, Christina, keep track of that. <laughs> uh, on that, right after the service, if you are parked in this parking lot and you're not decorating your car, could you move it to the other parking lot so then that way we can make sure we close that off to get the cars in there that we need in there so that we're not doing it when everybody's out there running around. Um, also part of the running around, uh, we don't have anybody to watch all the children for this while we're setting up. So we're all going to be responsible for the kids we brought here today. <laughs> so we don't want to have kids running up and down the street. We want to make sure we keep them where we can see them. Um, and I'm just hoping to have fun and give out a lot of candy to the kids. So like I said, if you didn't know about the event before you came here today and you want to come check it out, it's 2.30 to 4.30 and we're going to have a great time. Thanks, Mike. So today is Sunday, October 31st. It is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. It's also, this month is Pastor Appreciation Month. We wait till the last day, right? We used to be on the ball when Pastor Maria was running the show when it came to celebrations and things like that, but as she was saying, it's, um, it's, it's, it's getting harder. There's a lot of things going on in the church. The devil is on the attack because we are living in these last days. And so we got to keep coming to church, serving the Lord, praying, reading the Bible, and building ourselves up. And sometimes when you wake up in the morning, you're just not feeling good. And one of the things I like to do, because people can say, Oh, yeah, today is the day. Rejoice. Well, if you're going through something, it's hard. So what I do in the morning, I get up. I thank God I'm getting up. And throughout my morning routine, I pray and I thank God for all the things that are good in my life. Thankful and grateful for them. And when you have your eyes on all that the Lord is doing good and great things in your life, those other things will not disappear because if there are problems, we need to take care of them, but at least you're getting your heart set to fight those battles. Amen? All right. I got some scriptures. By the way, Pastor Maria is telling me, you know, I don't want anything. I just, you know, to be honored is great, but what honors her the most is filling these seats being faithful to God and coming to church. Amen? So that's what means the most to her, but I said, well, we still have to talk about you for a few minutes because you deserve that much. Let's get some scriptures. We always have to speak with scripture, right? So these scriptures, the first couple, are for the pastor and what they need to do. Preach the word of God. Be prepared, whether the time is favorable or not. Is it always favorable, Pastor? <laughs> patiently correct. Patiently. Remember this at home. Patiently. <laughs> correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. We like to encourage in this house. Amen? That's 2 Timothy 4.2. The next one, please. 
Acts 20, 28 says, so guard yourselves and God's people. Feed and shepherd God's flock, his church, purchased with his own blood. That's some big shoes to fill. Purchased with Jesus' own blood. Over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you as leaders. So Pastor Maria didn't just come up one day and say, guess what? I'm going to be pastor of this church because my parents founded the church. No, the Holy Spirit's been involved from the beginning, and he'll be involved to the end. And then I think we need to look at what we need to do as people in this congregation, as part as sheep. I don't like that word, though. Followers of Jesus, amen? James 3.1, dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church. We're not all called to teach. For we who teach will be judged more strictly. He's looking at you over there. I'm like... Sneaking by. No. That's James 3 1. Next one, please, Ivan. This is the last one. Obey your spiritual leaders. We have to obey our spiritual leaders. Obey your spiritual leaders. Now, we all know if we come to the pastor with problems, issues, the first thing they say is, Are you getting in the word? Which is fine. You want to know, the pastor wants to know where people are standing. What are they standing on? They're not getting in the word. It's hard to tell them or give advice, spiritual advice, if you're not starting with the word first. Their work is to watch over your souls, and they are accountable to God. So they're supposed to, they're spiritually responsible for all of us, right? Give them reason to do this with joy and not with sorrow. So we don't want the pastor showing up ready to, you know, Give in and say, this is it. I'm going to be in the back from now on. They want to come up here and be excited about church. Know that people are getting it. Celebrate all our successes and bring people up that need to be encouraged. So give them reason to do this with joy and not with sorrow. That would certainly not be for your benefit. <laughs> like I just said, we don't want to come to church one day and the senior pastor is like missing. Like, oh, what are we going to do? I'll get up there. No, Eric, have a seat. We'll find somebody else. <laughs> anyway, I just want to say some things. I mean, Pastor Maurice, she's my wife. You all know that. And I know over the summer we got to say some things, so I won't take too long. But the hard work that she puts in, you guys might not see it. Hopefully it's a reflection of your teaching on Wednesdays and Sundays. But her heart for all of you is so great and you know she's a big John Maxwell fan she's part of that team she's friends with him and she's bringing him into this church as far as leadership goes and that's caring because when she's bringing something a person like John Maxwell and his teachings in here along with the Holy Spirit and the Bible and John Maxwell was a pastor before so he, you know he's being led by the Spirit she cares about us and where we're going and what we're striving, what are, our, what, are our, what are our goals, what's our vision inside the church and outside the church. And that's extra work to be building herself up with the word and knowledge and wisdom of leadership and then giving it back to us. And I'm blessed from it. I've seen myself change and opportunities in my life have changed also. And that's for everybody in here, not just me. 
not just Pastor Jack, not Miss Nasha, David, it's for everybody in here. Teens, young adults, it's for you too. Get in the Word and get some, get some leadership teachings going. I know Pastor's going to have it for you because with God, anything's possible. And that's because our pastor, who I would follow anywhere, puts in that work because she cares. And she has the heart of Jesus, and I've seen her grow also. So it's not just about us. And she's growing, we're growing, if we receive it. When she took over this church, it's like, you know, you got to think of like a cruise ship. It's a big boat. And we're going in the same direction because we're following that vision to get souls saved and work in the community and praise the Lord. But it's on a different, a little different path, a little different current because of there's some other things that we want to do. So it takes a while for that boat to turn. And I think we're pretty much getting to the end of that turn and now we're flowing in the right direction. Amen? So I don't know if anybody has anything they want to say. We have a few minutes. If not, you can bless her after service and give us some words of encouragement because, you know what, I don't, I don't care where you are and you walk with the Lord, even when you're on top and feeling great and everything's blessed, you still need that encouragement. Amen? Because we're all human and we all like to hear good things. All right, thanks so much. You can say some things after. I'll receive the offering now. You can go ahead and pass out the envelopes. Now, I already know your givers. I saw what happened. That just blessed me. It almost threw me off of what I wanted to say because I was, like, so touched by it. That's listening to the Holy Spirit. So that's awesome. Those of you online, you can give t go on the website, on your phone. Here we have envelopes also. Go ahead and put that scripture up, Mr. Ivan. I won't take too much longer receiving the offering. I mean, if that this morning didn't touch you to want to give, and that was such a blessing to be able to do when you have it and you can give it. That's an awesome thing. That's why we give, because it gives us more to give, right? So scripture I have, 2 Corinthians chapter, uh, yeah, chapter 9, verses 6 through 8. Remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give, and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. There's nothing worse when someone's eyeballing you, like you putting a five out of your wallet or a 10, and they're like, oh, okay, just do the 20. Well, when you don't know, you don't know. And when I first came to the church, I didn't know, so five was good for me until I was educated on what tithing's all about, and now I've been blessed ever since. And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything. What's that word? Everything you need. And plenty left over to share with others. When you're two years old, you learn how to share, right? Are well, you supposed to? And now I'm in my 40s, and I love to share. That's a good thing, because that's when you can share, you know the Lord's blessing you. So now before we stand up, I want to put the 
roof projects. We're getting towards our goal, people. We took in $170. The remaining is $1,532. We started off with 16 and change. I'm not going to do the math right now. But we started off with 16, 000, over 16000 that we were trying to pay down by the end of December. And we only have $1,532 left to meet that goal. And it's not even November till tomorrow. Let's reach it and exceed it. Amen? And when we pay these bills off at the church, that's when we can start helping people in the community and bless them, not just out of our own pockets, but out of the church pocket. Amen? All right, everybody stand. Get ready to read the confession, please. And this confession we do every week because it's going to get into our hearts because we want to be blessed. Ready? Read. Because we are tithers, the windows of heaven are open. The blessing is being poured out. Because we are sowers, we are furnished in abundance for every good work. We receive jobs or better jobs, raises and bonuses, benefits, sales, and commissions, settlements, estates, and inheritances, interest and income, rebates and returns. We receive checks in the mail, supernatural wealth transfer, bills paid off, debts demolished, royalties received, and properties acquired. We are getting our buildings, lands, houses, vehicles, and equipment. God is bringing into our hands great big seeds, and we are moving forward in faith in every area of our lives. We command our harvest to come. Harvest, come to us now. Harvesting angels, go get it and bring it to us right now. In Jesus' name, amen. You can all come up and drop your envelopes in the Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, we're good. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, let's pray. Father, we just thank you for investment time. We never let investment time pass us by, but we invest during investment time. We thank you, Father, for a return on every seed that we sow. We don't take this part lightly. This is just a part of our worship as the worship services. And so we thank you for this opportunity. We thank you that we have increase in every area of our lives. In Jesus' name, I speak increase to every single person represented here and online. In the name of Jesus, we give you thanks and praise for it. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Well, I think he left this morning uh, to go home to his new bride, uh, but we have a newlywed in the church, and that is Mr. Arthur and Miss Martha. They got married yesterday. <laughs> so they are newlyweds. The next time you see them, congratulate them. Uh, after 21 years, she's good, because I would have been long gone. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> You gotta commit. <laughs> no, but she's good. And they were, they're, they're so cute together. If you saw Martha, I'll never forget her at the Valentine's Day. She came all dressed up real cute, you know, and just dancing away. I'm like, oh, she had Arthur up there. 
for a long time. She's just a sweetheart. And so uh, we thank God uh, for Mr. Arthur and Miss Martha. And now they are as one. Amen? So that's a good thing. So we congratulate him. Don't forget, next week we fall back. Not in our lives. We don't fall back in the way we live for Jesus. We fall back in our time. One hour. And so we fall back one hour, so remember to do that. I mean, our phones do that for us automatically, but if you rely on an alarm clock, you might want to change that. But our phones usually, I mean, they just do that anyway. Uh, but we fall back one hour. As everybody will tell you, it's my favorite day of the year because <laughs> I get, feel like I get that extra hour sleep. And I always tell my husband, like, when it's a, uh, going forward one hour, like the, the day before, I'm like, it's, it's three o'clock, you know, <laughs> I'm already thinking ahead. Well, I love it because he, he's the same way. That must be where I get it. So I'm just like at six o'clock, I'll be like, oh, it's five, you know, on that day. And so I just really look forward to that. I do. I thank God for our falling back. And, you know, the, the, it gets dark. I get it. And I don't like that. You leave for work in the morning. It's dark. You come home. It's dark. Uh, thank God I'm delivered from that because I could come in a little later. Right, Christina? <laughs> so going to work at 6.30 in the morning was not fun, and you leave, and it's like, it's dark. <laughs> but I thank God for uh, this time that we're coming into. I love the fall. Fall is my favorite season, especially here in this area. Just beautiful. It's just I thank God for the seasons that he gives us in our lives, not just those seasons, but other seasons as well, and the people that he brings in. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you uh, for uh, doing this today. I appreciate you. Uh, this is uh, something that every day you wake up, and he, like he said, it's work. It's work. It takes a lot. You know, I'm the type of person that I really like to study, like, a lot <laughs> when I'm teaching. And the shorter you teach, the longer you study. I don't know if you realize or not. If you want me to speak for an hour, I can, I can do that within, uh, you know, I don't know, 20 minutes maybe, because it's easier to put something together when you're talking. When you have a short amount of time and you've got to get everything in, it takes me three to four hours to study just for, just to study. Now that's studying to, to get it on paper. <laughs> so it takes three to four hours to study for a 20-minute message, okay? And then from there, uh, then I'm, I'm a typer, so I type everything, and then I got to look at it, and then as I'm reading it back, I'm like, Lord, no, you want me to change that. Okay, so then sometimes you get it all done, and then you got to start over, because he's like, that's not the message. <laughs> Put that aside. Next, we're going to do this. And so you have to be led. Like this morning, I have a great message, which I'm not going to do. I have a wonderful message for the young people. I knew it's Family Sunday. Now, for those who don't know, and I know we have a first-time visitor, welcome her this morning. And Mr. Ryan, we haven't seen Mr. Ryan in, in a while. Come on, give him a big God bless you. Happy to see you this morning. And so uh, Family Sunday is on the fifth Sunday. Any month we have fifth Sunday, it's Family Sunday. And so uh, the kids are usually here. We have a great kids program, but on the fifth Sunday, we're here. So we're used to noise and stuff, just so you know. We run around, we're used to that on the fifth Sunday. And we wear our T-shirts. Uh, and I said, ooh, the kids are going to be in service, so I will do a message. I was going to do a message on self-worth. And so I'll leave that for our next time. And I even got pictures. Ivan, though, can you just put up, if you can look on the slide. I was going to tell on myself, so I'll just show you. I'll give you a little preview. 
So the, not that one, but the slide that has the pictures of me when I was a kid. Now, don't laugh. There we go. There's little Maria at six, eight, nine, and 10 years old. <laughs> do you like the hair? What do you notice out of every picture? That's why I put it up. Because people, you know, I'll talk about my self-esteem and how bad it was. I'm like, if you had hair like that, you know how I feel then. You see, at eight, at nine years old, I don't know what happened. But I sure thought I looked good when I left the house. I was like, and mom, you know, mom, I'm like, why didn't you say anything? <laughs> and mom could say all she wanted, but we knew what we wanted, you know. And then, you know, we had really long hair. It used to take my mom a long time to do our hair. So at eight years old, we wanted to go swimming in the summer, and we couldn't because it took her two hours to do our hair. And so um, we were like, please, we want to get it cut. We had a girl, a friend, her name was Anita, and she had a little fro, and we were like, we want our hair short. We didn't really think we had fros. We didn't know what our hair looked like short. Well, look at his hair. And he had more hair than that then. We didn't get mom's hair. We didn't get mom's hair. We got daddy's hair. We didn't know, though. We thought we had mom's hair because we had the braids, and we were like, yeah, we're good. Then she's like, okay, I'm telling you, you don't want to cut. So they took us to, like, supercuts, like supercuts. They took us, and the lady's like, are you sure you want to cut the braids? And we're like, yeah, we want it all off. She didn't go with us. She sent somebody else with us. She's like, no, I'm not doing this. I remember we're, like, sitting there, and the lady's like, and they're cutting, and the hair is going, because mm. <laughs> it's, they're like, uh, <laughs> you can see the lady, she's a white lady, you know, and she's cutting our hair, and she's like, oh, it looks wonderful, she's trying to fix it, she, she's like, oh, it looks beautiful, when she ever put the mirror on our face, we had to pretend like we liked it, because we didn't know, I'm like, I'm like, what is this, where is my hair, I didn't know, we didn't know, I thought I was going to have mom's hair, <laughs> So we were like, oh, we got daddy's hair. And, you know, it was coarse. You know, this is before you had stuff to put in. It was just like, you, the lady's like trying to put a pick in it. So when we got home, <laughs> when she got home, we got home, she was like, I told you. You know, no sympathy at all. I bet she went in the bedroom and cried. <laughs> she probably went in her room and just cried. No sympathy. She's like, I told you. You know, and so we were like, we get to go swimming now. But then picture day came at school. <laughs> now, for those who don't know, we went to like, I mean, we had a few people who were not white. I mean, but most people, I had principal was like Russian, you know. And so they were like, all right, come on for the pictures. And in those days, they touched you. I don't think they do that now. But in those days, they touched you and they want to fix your hair for your picture. So <laughs> my sister wouldn't take her hat off, first of all. <laughs> hat on. And they're like, you have to take it off for the picture. No, I'm not taking it off. And we stood in those days, we, had, we went to a private school, and you had desks that you stood in front of. And everybody in the morning, now my sister has her hat. Like, you know, like the fat Albert hat, the kid that has a hat? That's how she had her knit cap on. It wasn't cold. And so uh, she's standing there, and they're like, you have to take it off. We won't laugh. We promise. This was horrible. We won't laugh. We promise. She, they should have done it in another room. And so they're like, she's like, no, I don't want to. And she's like, no, take it off. So she took it off, and the whole class erupted in laughter. Now, my sister was humiliated. It was, this is how things start, right? This is how self-image starts. And so for me, the, the girl was like, so you see, it's kind of like sideways. So she's like took a pink and she's like she's like the you know the little black combs they give you she's trying to comb it with that and I'm like 
It was not going to work. So she's like, oh, wait, I have a picture of the wind in the bag, trying to just make us feel, you know, as best as they could. But it was probably one of the most, you know, humiliating things for us as kids at the time, because we didn't know. You know, we didn't know. But we can look back at it and laugh. I look back at it and laugh. And you know what? Sometimes when things happen to us, we take it a certain way. So you see the word little, I put that in red. People call me Little Maria for all my life. They still will call me Little Maria, those who knew me back then, because she's Maria. And so she's Big Maria, I'm Little Maria. No, she's smaller than I am. <laughs> back in the day, I might have been a little smaller, but <laughs> she's smaller than I am. So they would call her Big Maria and me Little Maria. And so, but I, and, and, and it, I didn't realize this until I got older that that affected me because I didn't hear Little Maria. I didn't hear little. Little to me meant nothing. You're nothing. Your voice is nothing. You're insignificant. I felt like the smallest person in every room I stood in. The smallest person. I was little Maria. And my birthday was in January, so I didn't start school until I was six. So I was always the oldest one, if, unless people had a birthday in like September, you know. I was like the oldest one in the class. I was the second oldest in my high school class. And so I was trying to find pictures of high school, and this is a big thing for me to share this with you. I thought all these pictures were burned, like they were gone. My sister and I went through my mom's album, and we thought we took every picture out of that album and, and, and cut it up and, and threw it out because we were not happy with what we looked like at that. Imagine my horror. When I moved out, we got married, I moved out, and my mom goes, oh, here's a basket with some of your things. And I'm looking, I'm like, my school pictures. <laughs> they were in there, she kept them. She didn't, she didn't let us throw them out. I don't have many high school pictures, and I notice the high school pictures I do have, I'm leaning down or I'm doing something different so you didn't see the height with me and my friends. I never knew I, why that was a problem for me and then that, that started my self-image issues. I didn't know that until I got to be in my 20s and 30s and I had to look back and realize, oh my goodness, I have problems. And it's because I did not hear little Maria as in cute little Maria. I heard, you don't amount to anything. That's, I, that's how I took it. So, you know, some people will do things to you and they don't mean it. They don't mean it. I was the butt of every joke. Stand up, the class, and everybody would stand, and someone, one person at least, most of the time many, would turn around and go, stand up, Maria, and everybody would laugh and chuckle. And I laughed too. I laughed too. But then I realized that, you know, and my best friend at the time got me a card, and it said, uh, to the best friend ever. And if anyone has anything to say about that, you open the card, punch him in the knees because I was short. <laughs> this is how I was the butt of every joke. Well, I laughed about it then, but I didn't realize that the words were coming in negative. Now, I could, it could, I, that could totally have been changed if I thought of myself better. They wouldn't have come at me negative. I would have been like, ha-ha, yeah, but I know who I am. I'm big on the inside. But I didn't think that. I thought I was small. And I saw myself small. Then, as I started to get a little older, I started to put weight on. Because you can't eat much when you're 4'11". <laughs> and started to, started to put weight on and was less active. So put weight on. Then now I'm like, now nah, I look like a weeble wobble. 
You know, I'm like, what is wrong with me? You know, and so then now you look in the mirror and you never see the image that you want to see. And I don't care how perfect you look and how good you think you look. You look in the mirror, you'll always find a flaw. We always find a flaw. If you have straight hair, you want curly hair. If you want curly hair, you want straight hair. The thin people want to be heavier. The heavier people want to be thinner. We always find things on us that are not right. But you see how quick we are to go, you look so nice today. To other people, we could compliment other people and we could point out the beauty in them, but we see the flaws in ourselves. This is how we always do. But I thank God that he doesn't see our flaws. He didn't create us with flaws, and he doesn't see them. He sees us as the beautiful creation that he created us. That he created us. And so, you know, my message on self-worth, this is the message that I teach when I go to schools and teach and talk about get yourself off the clearance rack and put yourself in the glass case. Value yourself, because we all have a price tag. We all have a price tag. And the clearance items are always, you know, in a dark area where you have to have a lot of patience to look through it. But where are the nice expensive things put? Like the iPhone 13. Yeah, I got the kids' attention now. And the Apple Watches, yeah, and the newest video game. Yeah, all of those things, they're in glass cases or in a place where if you go to take them, something goes off. (laughs) There's an alarm. Well, put yourself in that place because that's where God has you. That's where God sees you. You are valuable. He says it all the time. You are valuable and you're important to God. And so we need to look at ourselves that way because how we see and what we see in ourselves is how we see others. How we see others. And so when we see ourselves and when we think of ourselves as all this and that and, you know, I, I'm, I can't compare to that person and stuff, that's how we treat. If I see myself stupid, I start talking about myself stupid. And then it's easy for me to call someone else stupid. It's easy for me to do that. If I don't call myself stupid, I won't call somebody else stupid. This is why we have bullying going on in the world today. Because people don't like themselves. And so if I can make you feel bad, then I don't look so bad. And so that's why we have bullying going on. We've got to know who we are in Jesus. We've got to know who we are and the price that he paid for us. His shed blood because he sees you as flawless. And he sees you as valuable. He's put you in that glass case. Hallelujah. You're a presentation of his glory. Amen? Your representation of his glory. Hallelujah. He'll put you on display for all the world to see. Look what he told Abraham. I will make you a great nation. I'll make you famous and make your name known. Hallelujah. God wants to display you to the world and the glory that he's put on the inside of you. But it starts right here (laughs) as a six-year-old making poor choices, cutting the hair, you know. But it starts there. It starts being able to look back. I can look back at it now and laugh, you know. I can look back at it and say, yeah. But at the time, the way information comes to you, you filter it through how you think of yourself. And if you have low worth, a low price tag on yourself, just know nobody's going to raise that price. No one. Someone else, we wait for that boy or that girl to come along. I need that person to love me. Until you love yourself, 
No one will be able to love you like you need to be loved. You've got to love yourself first. Be secure in who you are. We wait for that man to come along and complete us. The word of God says you are complete yeah. in Christ. You're already complete as a person, as an individual. You're unique and you're complete. When that person comes along, they just add their extra. <laughs> they just add to you. You're complete in yourself. So many people, they lose a spouse after many years and they're lost because they, they relied on that individual to complete them. But no, we rely on Jesus. And we love our spouses. We love them. And yeah, it feels like we're lost. I'm sure, you know, he goes away for a few days and I'm like, oh, what do I do? <laughs> you know, but God, he's here for us. So even in the midst of loss, we could still, we have Jesus. We just draw closer to him. And if we are already close to him, life continues. Ask Patty. She's living a full life. <laughs> Just got back from a great vacation. <laughs> yeah. God is good. And he loves us. I said I wasn't going to preach my message. There I went. Did, did do some. Yes. Yeah, why did she let us cut, cut our hair that age? Because there was a lot of mothers. Oh, she listened. She listened to other mothers. Oh, yeah, she yielded to pressure. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, she let another mother take us. And that other mother had a child with short hair. So, <laughs> you know, they, they, they were putting pressure on her to do it. Mothers, don't just do it because other mothers are telling you to do it. <laughs> don't just do it because others. Yeah, no, I remember. I remember. No, I know it was, it was all us. <laughs> It was all, mom didn't cut our hair. We, we, we made that happen. And, you know, mothers, we may hear, other people may tell you, do it, do it, do it. You've got to check your heart and do what you know to do. Amen. Yeah, she wasn't happy. Mom wasn't happy. Daddy, he's just like, oh, I'll teach you how to comb your hair. Come on. <laughs> Here's my pick. He had a pick that had the metal, you know, the metal picks. We hated that pick because we had the plastic one. So we're like, yeah. But he had that metal, I mean, sometimes it would miss. It's like, it gets right into your scalp. Like, ah! <laughs> but yeah, he would, he would, he's like, I'll show you how to call me here. My mom's like, hands up, I ain't involved. <laughs> it was a fun house. It was a fun house. We had a fun house. We have lots of story about hair in our house. That's why I put those pictures up. We have a lot of hair stories, including one with a gentleman that relaxed his hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we had, you, what is that guy's name, Don King? Mm-hmm. Or a troll. That's what we had in our house that day. It was awesome. And they had to go away to a conference. Uh-huh. That was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. We weren't really sure what our hair was like. So we tested. We tested the limits of our hair. Nowadays, it doesn't matter. You don't like your hair? You can go put on more hair. We didn't have that back in the day. <laughs> you could go, you could go take you know, whatever you want, you can make it nice. And no one will even know what your hair looks like. I mean, nobody. And now natural is beautiful. Back then I can tell you it was not, it was frowned upon. <laughs> this was a day where curly was not cute. But now curly, I wish I could do curly now. Now I got kinky curls. Hallelujah. Straight years of straightening and, and using product. But thank you. 
for coming today. And I know I went a few minutes over. I knew I wasn't going to teach my message this morning just because I, I knew before we came that the Spirit of God wanted to minister to individuals this morning. So we yield to him. We let him do what he wants to do. Amen. I pray that you were blessed this morning for those who are staying. Please heed what Mike said. We did have a huge bee's nest on that side that you probably saw when we had our barbecue huge nest. They've come and taken care of it in terms of doing what they need to do, but bees are coming in the building because they are angry. And so if you see bees in the bathroom or over in the kitchen, that is why. We had a few in here. They're, they're dying off, though. They only last five to ten minutes when they come out, and then they're, they're gone. So just watch your children. You know, don't run around. Just uh, watch them if you're planning on staying afterwards. And, you know, it takes a village. So everybody keep your eyes on, on the kids. Amen. Stand with me this morning. I thank you all for coming. We love you so very much. And most importantly, God loves you. God loves you, and he has a wonderful plan for your life. And so those of you who participated online, God bless you today. We love you. I'm going to pray before we go. Father, we just thank you for this time together. And I know we did a lot in a short amount of time, and I know that I could speak very fast, but I thank you, Father, that your word, you're the one, Holy Spirit, that makes the word uh, become clearer to us. And so I ask, Father, that you would just sharpen that today and sharpen that throughout the week. Bring that to uh, folks' remembrance. And even the other verses and scriptures that were shared, the songs that were sung, we just want to glorify you and give you the honor for everything that you do here. We thank you that you are always with us. You always come to Father's House Family Church.